In a smoky room, catching contact In every night a different girl I sit on for me lap Life is good in a we black out Jardins away your shop Cases of the both clicker away your pop Damn. He, called, he called me at like 9.40 He's like, where you at? He's mad calm in the morning He's mad. I swear to you, he was like, morning Sadiq I was like, morning Freedom He goes, where you at? I said, uh, somebody parked in front of my garage this morning, which was true. Very true. Uh-huh. Um, I said, I had to go knocking on doors to fi- figure out who it was. Yeah. And he was like, uh, did you find him? I said, I did. <laughs> did you find him? <laughs> he said, are you coming in? <laughs> he said, uh, what'd you say to him? I said, uh, if you park in front of my fucking driveway again, I'll fucking tell your shit. And he's like, yep. That's the way you got to do it. <laughs> verbatim and i was like but i'm already on fourth avenue so i'll be there in like five ten minutes he's like great cool see that that's what he wanted to hear that's what he wanted to hear yeah oh shit it's so it's always so much more relaxing when you have a cool supervisor or boss yeah Yeah, exactly well it's also cool when you get your shit done too so yes Yes. um he literally he left maybe like an hour after i got there so we're down in the shop and he's showing me whatever he's got to show me and uh he goes, he says something, he gets in his car, he's rolling out of the, the, the shop, and he rolls on the window and he gets next to me. He goes, if I give you 15 more grand, you won't stay? And I'm like, you're not going to tell me that two days before I'm leaving. Is you're really here? not going to say that. He was like, I just want to know. And I was like, no. Nah. I was like, nah. He's like, peace of mind is more important to you right now? I was like, peace of mind is more important. Is he leaving? No. Wow, he goes. He no, he didn't. So he told me Tuesday. He goes, "Uh, "You heard what happened with me?" I'm like, "No." Did you take an offer? What's going on? He's like, "Nah." I'm like, "They gave you more money, didn't they?" He was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Oh shit, (laughs) oh shit." He was like, "Yeah." They told me that I I couldn't leave, so they just did whatever I wanted. Wow. Yeah, bro. He doesn't pay for anything. You know why he left the shop today, Evan? Why? Guess why. To get his car detailed. He had to get his oil changed. <laughs> I mean, that's just grown man shit. You know what's the funniest thing? They only keep low-level employees in the fucking, like, trenches. In the shop. Yeah. Yes. That's really the shit that had me leave construction, because it's like, y'all really keeping me here so I can sit in front of my computer and not do anything. You have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Because there'd be times I'd be at Gotham doing nothing. People would call me. And be like, you're still there? Or you're at Gotham? And they'd be like, I love this kid, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, nigga, I'm here reading baseball articles and talking about what's what Trump's doing wrong with everyone in the fucking shanty. And then there'd be times where I'd be out of the office on my way to actually go do work or go do something. And they'd be like, why aren't you at Gotham? And it's like, because you told me to get this done. And I have to go see Kevin. And he's in the city. And they'd be like, ah, he's wasting time. You know, one thing I've realized about construction is that nobody, well, I mean, obviously they care if the work gets done, but all they really care about is the visual. They, like, if they, yeah. if it looks done, it's good to go. They want to, they, you know what it is? They want the control over you. They, they want to know. Like, you ever know, like, when they call uh, our our associate, you know what I'm talking about, our Dominican associate? Yes. And they call him and they just go, where you at? They don't really care what he's doing. No. They just want to have tabs on it. Like, if they could put trackers on us, they would. Yeah. That's why uh, my current supervisor left the uh, left the job, left the company we used to work for together. Yo, I, shit. Because he was just like, our previous owner would just call him all the time and be like, why aren't you here? Why aren't you here? Oh. He'd just be like, he, all his sites were in Jersey. He'd be yeah. like, I'm in Jersey. Like, I'm not coming back to the office at four o'clock. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Yo, that was the shit. Yo, that's so fucking funny because right before COVID happened, that was exactly the situation I was about to get in. Because I remember verbatim in that meeting. This guy gives me like another 18 grand uh, a year, sings my praises, and then goes, yeah, uh, I'm going to have you working side by side with our head estimator who is in the office from 7 to 6 every day. And then you're going to report to him, and when you finish up at the site, you're just going to come right back to the office. And in my head, I'm like, 
Nigga, you got me fucked up. Nigga, I'm starting my day at 7. You think I'm being in the office at 5? Nigga, you do not pay me enough for that yeah. shit, nigga. How am I going to get to the gym if I was here for eight, for 10 hours? Yeah, that's why you're going to look like the senior estimator. Yeah, nah. Eventually. You you out of your goddamn mind, nigga. I still need to live. lift. I need to get home. He's if I leave right if I leave the office at 6 and hit the gym, I ain't getting home until 8.30. You fucking high? You're not paying me six figures. Yo, sometimes they'd be there just to be there. And I'd be like, why would you want to do that? Like, I don't understand. Like, And then I realized that this is l- their literal life. Yo. Like, it's it's. I think it, it'll hurt them more to stop doing this than to keep doing this. You, yeah, it would. Wow, that's sad. 100%. 100%. That's sad. That's sad. Is it, though? It is, is sad. Is it sad? Because it's sad for you. It's sad for the people that don't have any equity. Because, like, let's be real here, right? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Agreed. You're only as good as the people you manage. Right. Let's look at Amazon for an example. So Jeff Bezos, as Amazon has climbed, loses top lieutenants and executives all the fucking time. He had three top executives get hired by GameStop to redo, to reconfigure the co- the company. Hmm. Feel me? That if your company's successful, you lose your top lieutenants. That's just how it goes. Which is a good thing. Good thing and a bad thing. No, it's it's bad because you you lose someone that you work closely with, but it's good because it means that not only is your business model working, but everyone's thriving. Yeah. And now you have a chance for someone else to come up, and now you have a connection somewhere else. You feel me? No one at the top left our previous uh, employer. Think about that. No one left at the top. It was always the lower-level people. And why did the lower and the mid-level people leave? Because they couldn't get to the top. Because no one at the top fucking left. And nothing ever changed. And the company stagnated. I don't know if it was the, uh, specifically the company we were in. But uh, the uppers, they had like a lot <coughs> on them. Yeah. Like your direct supervisor, he was everywhere and anywhere at any given oh. moment. <laughs> and bro, and honestly, if I had his phone, I would have thrown it in the Hudson. <laughs> You know, I just be on the train. Someone calls me while I'm in between stops. I just calmly go in between the cars, throw it on the tracks, go back in. Be like, <laughs> I mean, like, I'd feel no. I'd feel I, even if I lost everything, I'd be like, you know what? It's worth it. It's worth it because the, Yo, the amount there. of times his phone rang, like back to back to back to back to back to back to back, was incredible. It was, was actually incredible. I stopped sitting next to him in meetings for that exact reason. Because it was it was mind numbing. Yeah. It, it was it was to me, it was just looking at this guy and saying, His phone has been illuminated constantly. Mm-hmm. But you know what's the worst part? He don't even answer those calls in the meeting. Ev, he's stopping five or six calls in the meeting. When is he getting time to call those people back if the phone never stops? That's why he don't call them back. That's why people complain he don't call them. Bro, he's bro, he's at home doing that. On the on Sunday evening, not fuck Sunday evening, because you know what you're about to get back into work. You might want to do have a couple phone calls to fucking get Monday started on the right way. Sunday morning, boom, he's calling people back. Saturday morning, he's at his kid's fucking baseball game. He's calling people. He's not even watching. Like yeah, that's I, that's I, not a life I want to live. I'm not living that life. I don't give a fuck. I'll start crack. I ain't living that fucking life, bro. That's loser life. I don't give a fuck if you take that shit personal. Take it personal. I, that's how I feel. Are you kidding me? Man, when I have kids, bro, and you call me during my kids' game, I swear to God, fucking building must be on fire. Because I'm going to hit you. That's how that is. You feel me? Like, yeah. I don't give a shit about nothing. And truthfully... Facts. You could text let's, me, let's and be, I'm going to read it, but don't call me. And let's be honest. Like, he could work somewhere else for more money and less responsibility. Absolutely. He, he could. Bro. He knows everything and anything there is to know about that field. He could easily get a job at a big GC, be way calmer, have way more time than himself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He could be a super. Like, you remember, Easy. do you know, uh, you got to cut this out, but, but you, hey, look, sometimes you get addicted to that life. Or project I, manager. I don't, I don't it, it sounds fun. Because, like a lot, there were times, though, that I'd be places my phone would be ringing. I'd be like, damn, niggas need me. I'd be like, niggas need me. <laughs> you know what's kind of crazy? You know what's, you know what's kind of sick, actually? What? The fact that when we first started, well, me anyway, they convinced me that, like, that was the way to, like, live. Like, mm-hmm. like this, 
this is the way you got to do things, son. Oh, they'll do it. You they'll know, do that. This is the and I I bought it. I bought I bought in, bro. You knew I was in the trenches, man. Yeah, you were. Bro, I was coming Saturday in Saturdays, Saturday. full days, nigga, no pay. That was free of charge. It was on my fucking volition. That was insane. Feel me? Like that's when I knew I had to go. When uh, I went in on that hot ass Saturday to spray plates and double check the fire alarm closets because the guys didn't get it done and they didn't want to pay anyone overtime, so they had me do it. And I remember I came in that Monday. I got at we passed the inspection, and uh, my my uh, that guy that I was reporting to came in, and he just gave me an attaboy. He gave, didn't say I could get the time off. Didn't say he would pay me nothing. And then I remember I uh, I took a half day to go to the doctor, and I got docked. And I was like, I came to work. I was like, why didn't I get paid for it? Like, I'm missing some money. I'm like, oh, you took a half day. And I said I took a half day. On a Tuesday afternoon. Like, I'm not going anywhere. It's not a three-day weekend. I got docked pay. And I was like, who the fuck told the office that I was going? And they're like, oh, he came to the site and reported back. When that happened, I, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm for sure out of this bitch. You could do that to somebody else. I was tight. Because I was like, really, nigga? Like, you had me in this building. I still have the fucking picture on Snapchat. It was 103 <laughs> in that fucking building. I was in there in fucking a t-shirt, a hard hat. Jeans and work boots going floor to floor, spray painting covers, putting them up, closet by closet. Was spray painting covers? Closet. What red? Yes, bro. I was there all morning. I was there from nine to one. Oh, I thought you about to say some comp nine to eleven thirty. Oh, hottest day of the year, bro. I sweated through my whole shirt. My jeans were drenched. I got to my car and just took everything off. It was in the middle of the street in Long Island City. In my boxers, because it was that. Oh hot. shit! You actually took everything off, nigga. I took everything. Yo, I took my shirt off, and I was. I opened my car door, and I was like, "Look, you see me? You see me? I'm taking my pants off. It's hot. Put some short. Put some shorts on. Put another tee on. Crazy. Wow! Crazy. I didn't even know you did that. That's crazy, nigga. Never again. Never again wow. will I ever work so hard for somebody else. Never. I'd rather do it for myself. You got me fucked up. I was fucking sleeping, and you were just fucking spray painting covers. Yeah, that's wild. Yo, because other, because the fire alarm team wasn't adequate, wasn't intelligent enough to just clean up after themselves. It wasn't even nothing crazy. It was literally they just left. The, they put the covers on and spray paint and didn't spray paint them, and you couldn't just spray paint the whole box because the wall was right there. So you had to take it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spray paint it, <laughs> let it dry for a couple seconds to maybe a minute. Then I had to get back. And Yo. Mind you, there's no ladders in these closets. So I'm picking up debris and shit and just climbing up on these things to put it up. I think that'd better. It'd be worse if you had to carry a ladder from floor to floor. I mean, that at least at really least I'm not standing on two fucking boxes that could collapse. Yes. I mean, yes. Yeah. Agreed. So. Yeah. So, on that note. Uh, E-double motherfucking tank. Yeah. Sadiq is leaving construction. Congratulations, bro. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's what I was going to say. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out this bitch, man. You know, on to uh on to more fun things, on to better opportunities. Uh but I do appreciate the construction sphere. The construction sphere. I do appreciate what it gave me. It definitely gave me uh crazy time management skills. Yes. With the amount of work I was doing for the amount of people I was doing it for, like it definitely but like shit had to get done one way or another. Um and I'm not gonna hold you, like when I came out of college, like I was type lazy. I was like, and lazy by my terms. So I was just like, just didn't want to do as much as I needed to. But like construction was really like, all right, like shit got to get done to the point where you have to get it done in a in an efficient, good amount of time yeah. for everybody. But you don't sit here and break your neck for people that wouldn't do the same for you. So I learned that lesson too. But it was also like, you got to work hard for this shit. Like really work hard for this shit. I don't know. Sometimes my journey was different because I was working. I was running the gym before this. Sometimes I wonder what my life would have turned out if I stayed at the gym because uh, I have a family member that runs basically their uh, their Eastern Seaboard. No, I think Western Seaboard like gyms and clubs. So they're just basically they're corporate. They're the big boss. So I was wondering what would have happened because I had a good track record. You feel me? And I had 
good experience. I had glowing reviews from everyone that worked there. Uh, the juice bar was making a killing. I was making mad sales. So I think it was only a matter of time before I had my own club. But I don't know. Maybe I got bogged down in that and never got out. Feel me? Because let me tell you something, man. If I was making like 75 to 80 grand in California as as literally the top dog and the person I report to is my family, it'd be pretty hard for me to leave that. Yeah. Especially in California. Yeah. This is very true. You feel me? Like that beach is right there. You know I'm getting a motherfucking drop top. <laughs> as soon as I get out there, I'm like, yeah. I need a, I need a convertible. You're at a gym, so the physique is on point at all times. Yeah, I'm working out while I'm... Yo, are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm getting a fucking swell-ass lift during my shift. Come on. Come on now. Like, yeah. And I can do my job while I'm lifting, which I've done numerous times. No losing there. Listen, God, hadn't, God didn't play in that for you. He definitely that, well, not that at least. Yeah, that's all. And who knows, you might make it back round. I don't think so. All right. Well, you never know. You didn't think you'd be here. That is Did fair. Did you? So, but the journey I'm on now is much better. Oh, uh, listen. Much better dividends, and I'm doing this at 25, not 35. So, <clears throat> plus plus for now. But at the same time, you just never know. Look, as an older <clears throat> mentor says to me, all the time. He's like, bro, you're 25. You think you're so old now and so much shit is going on and you've come so far. And he's like, you have no fucking idea. Wait five years. He's like, you think you've done shit now? Wait five years when you've been doing this shit for a little while and you hit your stride. He's like, man, you're going to be a fucking monster. You're never going to go back to it. I was, was going to say, fuck. I only think 25 feels old to us because we've done so much. It's because we've never been this age before. It's the so oldest we, we've ever been. So we feel too. like it's monumental and it's that really too. not shit. That too, at but all. at the same time, bro, like, and not obviously not taking away from anybody else's shit. Uh, it's empty the motherfucking tank. Eat double petrol. So this is what we're talking about. But, bro, we got out of college and just went straight into the force, the workforce. Like, just went straight into it. Like, baptized by fire. No, 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 yo, feel me? That's like, the crazy thing because people really graduate and take a gap year and. Yeah. I had two months off, and I was a month into leaving college. My dad was like, "Why don't you have a job?" I said, like, "Nigga, relax, yeah. nigga. Like, why don't you have a job?" Imagine Tired my parents. Nigga. Yeah, imagine my parents, nigga. You come back to Florida if you don't have a job. Best believe that. And I was not doing that. Yeah, I hear that, bro. I, that's from the times I've been in Florida. I'm like, this is absurd. This is like I'm not doing that. Like no funny shit. Like cut this out. I can't do it, especially not in my town. You feel nah, me? That shit was eerie. Not not in my town. People get lost, like, in my town. People get stuck and just lost in, like, being so comfortable. And, like, I can make this work with minimal effort. Can't I mean, I think that's why people go down to Florida and Texas because you can make it work with so little money. You yeah, can really just say. I'm not trying to do that at, at 25. At 35, I've made my, like, career path and, like, I've attained my skills that I can market to anybody and be like, this is what I can do. This is what I'm worth. I'll do a good job for you. Or if you got your own shit and you want to bring it down to those states, fine. But not now. I mean, you're talking about you. You got to think about somebody down there that's just thinking to themselves, damn, I could really... Drive some Uber, drive Uber, maybe do a couple deliveries, maybe pick up an odd job here and there, and I'm good. You know, I can I can get a place to live, I can get a nice car. You know, it's easy. You know, I I think about that shit all the time because I see people moving to the south, and I'm always just, huh, you know, you could really go down there and make, you know, three grand, four grand a month. You can have a nice ass crib for eight hundred a month, nice apartment. You can have a six hundred dollar a month car note. That's fourteen hundred dollars out of your four thousand. That's about half. And this is remember, I'm taking saying after tax pay. Yeah. So think about that. You make sixty grand a year, bro. You're living nice. There's Insurance. Also, there's is also low. no income tax down there. There's too. no remember income that. tax. Like you're living nice down there. You know. So I, whenever people like I don't move to like I'm moving to the south. I don't ever hate on it because I'm always thinking to myself, I wonder if I would do that. But the more, I don't know, I don't know if I can move to the South. I think I got to move to the Midwest. I don't know if I'd ever move to the South, but I'm definitely having property in the South. A thousand percent. No, hundred. I would 100% live in the South. I was just talking to somebody on the phone. 
about some business. I don't know why. When I think South, I only think Florida. <laughs> I don't know why. What are you thinking East Coast? I'm thinking if I was going to move to the South, it would be Texas or Arizona or something. But <laughs> You also didn't move to Florida, nigga. <laughs> you, you didn't get that. You didn't get home from school one day and was like, yeah, we're, we're moving. That's crazy because my dad, Dennis, was like talking to us about North Carolina and everybody was like, fuck no. Everybody. Yeah. Niggas was like, huh? Nigga, we go on vacation to Florida every year. Be like, hell yeah. We on vacation 24-7 now. Hell yes. That's crazy. Feel me? And don't get I me see wrong. You guys went to Florida all the time, huh? Feel me? Every year. Every wow. summer. For at least two weeks. And you had already had family down there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. damn, I'm about to see y'all all Yeah, which is what happened. Which is literally what happened up until I left. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, feel me? So it wasn't like, I don't know anybody down there, blah, blah, blah. Like, my grandmother had moved. My uncle, two of my uncles had moved already. It was like, oh, so the family making this transition? Copy. Like, that's what's happening. Feel me? It's like we're moving with the family. It's regular shit. I love that. I love that. I definitely, I definitely want to live close to my family. But at the same time, uh, I definitely have certain goals I want to do. For my life, my family's life, I definitely want a home in the Midwest uh, where I can have my own land, maybe a farm. I want to be inland. I want to be away from the coast. Coastal coastal properties are going to be increasingly uh, more volatile and more dangerous as global warming comes to be even more dangerous. You know, like if I got to deal with a tornado, I got to deal with a tornado, but ain't, I don't want to deal with no fucking hurricanes. So we'll see. But Arizona got me fucked up. I uh, I tweeted an article yesterday. So apparently uh, a teacher told a couple kids that they have to wear a mask in class. And they went, which is standard procedure with what's going on. And because of COVID and they went home and told their parents that their teacher made them wear a mask. And these parents were so enraged that they left work and drove to the school with law enforcement grade zip ties because they were going to make a citizen's arrest of the teacher for infringing upon their children's rights. <laughs> what happened when they got what happened when they got there? They got into a confrontation but then nothing ever happened after Yo, that. Yo, somebody come at me with a zip tie, I'm breaking their skull. <laughs> 3 3 grown ass men tried to put a woman in, in zip ties. Think about that. 3 grown ass men who are going to tell you that they're real Americans because they're, you know what I'm saying? Because they're enforcing their uh, their rights as Americans. Holy fuck. Yeah. And you got to remember, Arizona is also one of the most racist states in the country. They've had some of the most racist uh, immigration laws as well. So, yeah, like Arizona's nice on the outside. But it's also, yeah, I can't deal with that every day. I couldn't, you know, it's just, uh, that got me fucked up. Terrible. Yeah, it's bad. Think about that. That's real life. That's not made up. That's not an exaggeration. Yo, that imagine is your a wife is a teacher, bro. It's just kids it's wear not, your mask. See, I'm just so glad I'm not in situations like that because God knows just, not to put me in situations like that. Yo, the I rage that would consume me would just be blinding. I wouldn't be able to see straight. I would just have a gun in my hand. Just like, yo, get the fuck away from my wife. I mean, you're not going to be there in that. No, 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 no. You would no. hear about it at work. I'm leaving work. That, but that's what I'm saying. I'm leaving work. That, that's anyway. Yeah. Holy shit. I pray shit. that I never get put in that situation where you. You know, I don't even want to talk about this stupid mass shit no more. Niggas is retarded. This is straight <laughs> up. Niggas is retarded. And I hate to use that word because it's a very politically incorrect word. No, no. It, at this point, it is retardation because it's funny because people are like, oh, masks don't stop anything, and it's. They didn't say it stopped it. They said it helped slow the transmission. No one ever said any of these things. People are not intelligent enough to discern or are just too ignorant. When people are like, oh, well, if you have the vaccine, you can still get COVID. Yes. But people that get the Delta are not going to the hospital when they get COVID. The niggas getting Delta that aren't vaccinated are dying. You know what they said in the news uh, a couple of days ago? <laughs> Doctors are going to have to start choosing... Who to give ICU beds and ventilators to in hospitals, which means that everyone else is going to be left to die. One of my uh one of my close friends, uh her dad is currently uh in chemotherapy in an emergency room bed. 
right? Yeah. The, the emergency room, like this is for when like people come in and they first have to get like checked out, right? Yeah. He's in an emergency room bed. He's about to, uh, bed. He's about to have surgery. They do not have any. I don't know what hospital he's at. They do not have any beds for him because he's it's because of COVID. Because people are stupid and COVID patients are coming in. Crazy. Those doctors that those doctors that walked out in Florida, that might be more commonplace. They had enough. Yep. I mean, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. How do you have somebody who has an actual disease? Like an incurable disease. He has cancer, right? Incurable disease, right? Cannot find an actual bed for him because of people that aren't taking their health. As serious as they should. Actually, you know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I recant that. Bless you. I recant that statement. It's not even the right way to put it. Like, they just. Uh, how would you? How would you phrase that? What? Well, how would you? Because I, I, I don't have the words for it. How would you phrase that? What are those people doing to their health? I don't even know. <laughs> bless you. Thank you. Ah, uh, let's see. I don't know what I can say that I haven't said. I would just say, Give me really? one statement. What are those people doing to their health? What are they doing to their health? They're gambling with it. They are using FanDuel <laughs> with their health. But you know what? I'm cool. What are the odds today, Johnny? I'm cool with it, honestly, at this point. I just wish they would stop letting them in the hospital. If you don't, if you oh, they don't get the vaccine, I would just prefer they don't send you to a hospital. I think that... If you're an adult enough to make the decision to not get vaccinated, you're adult enough to deal with the consequences that come with it. That's it. That's it. That's that's all I have to say about that. You know what I'm saying? Because people keep saying, I'm an adult. I shouldn't be forced to do anything. I can make my own decisions. Well, then you made the decision to deal with this. You know? If you want to be an adult, be an adult the whole way through. Don't be an adult today and then tomorrow be begging for the last ventilator when someone has cancer or someone has a real fucking disease. You know, being an adult the whole way. Because it's always what happens with these people that are anti-mask or anti-vaccine or anti-this or anti-that. As soon as the table flips, they don't say, nah, I'm a man. I picked this. This is what happens. I'm going to deal with it. They want to cry boo and cry wolf. Just like those security dudes and the people that turned a blind eye to the people storming the Capitol are now committing suicide. They didn't step up and, and they got fired. They didn't step up and say, oh, you know, I made a mistake. I was dumb. I didn't realize. No, they just went the coward's way out because they were cowards from the jump. It's the same thing here. Everybody's a big man. Everybody's responsible. Everybody's got a big set of balls and knows more than scientists. And then they get fucking sick and all of a sudden it's help me. Help me, please. I have kids. Yeah, you see that lady, I can't remember what state it was in. She uh, begged her sister to uh, get their kids vaccinated. Get her kids vaccinated. Sad story. Absolutely tragic. She was like 32, 34, something like that. However. Left two kids and a husband. However, yeah, leader of the anti-mask and anti-vaccine movement in, in Texas. Guess what? Extremely sad. But oh, was that her? That that, that was her? Or that, oh, this no, is no, another no. instance you're saying? No, no, that's talking. another instance. Oh, that sorry. guy had his wife pregnant and already had three kids. He was 25 years old. He died. I forgot his name. Oh, shit. I but, did not hear about that. And guess what? In the history books, he's going to die nameless and faceless and stupid. And there's nothing he can do about it. And his kids are going to have to grow up and be like, my daddy died from COVID when everything said he should get the vaccine. In Texas, of all places. It's different if you live in Wyoming and there's not anybody around you for 30 miles. You live in Texas. You're around people all the fucking time. You're leading rallies. You're reading shit. But you know what? That's really their problem. I want to talk about Adele. Because Adele got skinny. She getting her shit. Blam! <laughs> I was going to say Adele getting her shit. Motherfucking. Boop, boop. Everywhere. Not mad at it either. Hey, yo. I would take Adele. Ooh. She's so hot now. Yo. Ooh. Yo. I'm about to go on IG right now. I thought Adele was pretty beforehand. Mm -hmm. Right? But Adele was big. Adele was big, bro. Like, not even like... But she looked like one of those big girls that's like... Bro, you... Nah, you remember Mary Poppins with that big-ass skirt? 
or dress or whatever that was just like really out, but she was like Mary Poppins was a skinny female. Mm-hmm. Adele was like that, but that flared out was her actual skin. Wow. Yeah, that's what that's what I remember as Adele. And then somebody posted her like skinny one day, and I was like, "That's not Adele. No, like, you're lying." The first thing they did though is they posted her at that fucking at the oh, carnival yeah, in London yeah, when she fucked, had the when she had the twist and shit. They that fucking, shit was sad. They fucking went crazy on her for that. I was like, "Yo, I, I think Adele looks great here." I don't know what's your problem. Yeah, Adele is hot as fuck, <laughs> and it's crazy when people are like, "Oh." Uh, she was hot when she was fat too. Like, yeah, but now she's actually hot. We're not just saying it. You know, she's physically attractive. Drake had to get a slice. I think. Uh, did Drake? Aubrey didn't get a slice of that. This was this was when I think this was a podcast like two months ago where I was like, "Snicker Drake has to be stopped." Yeah, bro, he was killing that. But yeah, Adele, fire, and she's for the culture. Yeah, so Drake was killing her shit. Now she's now she's fucking LeBron's agent, Rich Paul. Yeah, think were, about that. My son was selling, they was posted up at a uh, at a basketball game. My son was selling jerseys out the trunk. Now he's fucking Adele. And what's Adele's ex man's doing? No, nothing. No, no way. Yo, bro, what? What? My mother just requested me on Instagram. Oh, no. Blocker. Sorry, Mama Ali. I love you, and you cook very well, but that seems like chaos. Oh, my God. She's getting a call after this. <laughs> that's not allowed. You about to give her a talking to? Yeah, that's not allowed. You're not going to sit here and follow me out the blue and not just be like, hey, I'm in Instagram. I'm going to follow you. No. That's so need, crazy. need some warning. You can't just be following me out the blue like that. That's crazy as fuck. She really just followed you out of nowhere. Yeah, that's wild. Why does she have an Instagram? What's she going to post? I think my mom made an Instagram. I blocked her immediately. Can't have that negativity. Crazy. Can't have that Crazy. negativity. She's going to be on a random post of me like with a beer in my hand. Are you driving? <laughs> Where are you going? Who are you with? Don't Th- need that. This isn't like you, Riyadh. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Little does she know. This is exactly. <laughs> She's going to be under my post. Who is that you're with? You Ad- look good. I'm, like, with, I'm with Adele. <laughs> Yo, it's going to be like seven comments instead of just one one comment with everything she has to say. Just like seven different comments. You look good. Who are you with? Your friends look nice. It's going to be crazy. That's awesome. For The rest of them are just going to be emojis. That's awesome. I remember my mom told me she made she made a Twitter. At my tri- Your mom made a Twitter? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. She was like, I'm trying it out. Made my Twitter private for like a month. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck no!" <laughs> Did you get rid of it? I don't know. I have an app. Oh, so now it's just it, like not gonna bring it back up. You saw what you saw. Not gonna bring it back up. It is what it is at this point. Nah, it's hilarious. Yeah, but Adele, I need a slice. You're looking so nice, and she's here for the brothers. You peep out. Ever since she broke up with her man, she's just been dating black guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She knew what she needed. Adele got skinny and all of a sudden was like, once you go black. She had Aubrey and she was like, he's half. Now I need the full. She was like, I, I like this. I'm like, oh, this is way better. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Respect Adele. Keep doing your thing, baby. We'll see you soon. <sighs> yeah, man. I felt a, uh, I felt some really nice closure today. Yeah, what was that? Uh, Steve from Blue's Clues. Your really, fucking guy. Really just kind of put out that video and was like, I never forgot about you. Ever. And I was like, <laughs> yo, that's crazy. That's crazy because that man literally left. One day was Steve. The next day was Joe. And it was like, who the fuck is Joe? And I'm not going to lie to you. Blue's Clues was never the same after Steve. Never the same. Never seen him. Steve was so enthusiastic. He had all like the mannerisms on point. His like drawings in the notebook were crazy. And I'm just like, this man Joe don't know how it gets done around here. He don't know he don't know how to move around here. Around Blue's Clues crib. Only Steve welcome here. 
Yeah, I can't front. When he bounced, that was some shit. Bro, it was so abrupt. It was like, bro, it was so abrupt that like rumors went rampant. I kind of hate the way they did that, though. What do you mean? Like when they had the farewell video. Not not when he got on the bus and disappeared. I'm talking about when. I don't uh, remember that. No, no, no. I'm talking about when. There's there's recent one that he came he was came back he's like look at you and all you've done oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like fuck you man you just <laughs> fucking disappeared for fucking fifteen years you want to pop up congratulations fuck you nigga went to college fuck him college ain't that college. long you couldn't send a fucking letter <sighs> goddamn yeah I don't really know why there definitely had to be some like reason why he left so abruptly he didn't just go to college I was just like I'm off the show. Like, it wasn't just like a I mean, Tuesday, obviously. I'm not going to college. Wednesday, I'm going to college. There was none of that. So, something have had to happen. Was he even of college age when he did that shit? Yeah, he looked like he was like... 18? You think he was 18 doing Blue's Clues? He probably was 20. He probably went back to college. You you tell me he couldn't do Blue's Clues on in the summer? He couldn't do online classes? You turn down Blue's Clues money, Sadiq? Yeah, look at me no. Like that. I'm right. not turning down so Blue's Clues money. You kidding me? I'm not. Blue's Clues money was stupid. The amount of people they were marketing, the amount of people, bro, we are 25 years old. That video went crazy. 25 year olds, I am sitting here raving about a video from Blue's Clues at 25 years old. Turned 25 last week. I'm raving about this video right now. Did you see the numbers on that post? I didn't. Over 600,000 retweets. Over a million likes. Fuck him. Fuck him. They did that shit for press. Fuck him. And you know what? They're fucking brilliant. For you know it. what, Steve? I'm going to catch you. We're going to slap box. And then we're going to hug. We're going to slap box first. Catch the fucking ball. Whew. Tom Brady, man. He is playing. We're watching Bucks Cowboys right now on this Thursday, and Tom Brady's balling. He had a drop for a first down, and he Come just, on, and he just threw his guy open. And this guy, now nah, it's Godwin. Chris Godwin, Godwin just Godwin. dropped the ball. Wow, what off the, the fingertips. Fuck? Dude, that wasn't. That ball couldn't be more perfect. He almost looked like he didn't want to reach for that ball. The extra inch and a half he needed. That's embarrassing. Whatever, bro. It's embarrassing. You had the greatest quarterback of all time throwing you open, and you missing the ball. And he had the drops last postseason, too. Man, I continue that shit. He gonna end up cut. It's the one thing I fuck with about the NFL. You can really cut a motherfucker. <laughs> Dead ass. Like nigga, we only owe you sixteen out of sixty. Get, get. There's a fucking, there's a plethora of backups. That's why. No, it's because the contracts aren't guaranteed. That too. Remember we talked about the Yankees earlier. The Yankees yeah. could cut motherfuckers without paying them. They do it, but they can't. There's definitely there's. But there's definitely a plethora of backups, though. They may not be good. They may not be what you want. But there are definitely people you can try. Listen, when was Tom Brady drafted? Sixth round? Seventh round? Doug, do not compare the greatest quarterback of all time. I'm not. I'm just trying to get... With a good receiver being cut. I'm trying to get some depth going here. Some perception to this Yeah, but they're not cutting cutting people because they can replace them. They're cutting people because they don't want to pay them anymore. And their contracts are guaranteed. not guaranteed. Yeah, well, that's that's a side effect of it. I'm just saying, look at baseball. We always like think about it, right? Eric Hosmer of the Padres, right? He's getting over a hundred million dollars. He was never going to be worth that contract. His defense at first base was good at best, and his hitting was very hit or miss, right? This is his second down year of hitting. If the Padres could cut him and not pay him, they would have done it already because they already have someone to play at first base. But they have to keep him, so they either have to package him with a prospect or just pay him and suck it up and put him on the bench. You know what I'm saying? In football, it's not an issue. It's like, we signed you for 110, you played two years, now you suck, we got $15 million left, look. We can negotiate a buyout, or we're just going to fucking cut you, pay you what you guaranteed, you can go fuck off. Yeah, I found it. I, uh, I realized, maybe like a year, year and a half ago, that like they definitely, uh, what do you call it, exaggerate football contracts when they talk about them. They're like, oh, that guy got signed for 140. He's got 12.5 million guaranteed. All right. That's you're talking about Taysom Hill. That's well, I was, different. I was, I was just exaggerating. That's but different. among others. That's yeah. that's Taysom Hill. So his deal is different. They just the Saints did that to negotiate. Uh, the Saints did that to get around the salary cap. 
So basically, they just signed into this deal, and it was just basically a deal where it's like if so for some reason he becomes their QB one, uh, he'll hit all those incentives. And who their name is a quarterback for Week One, Sadiq? <laughs> Mr. Winston, boy. Mr. James Winston, former number one pick of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> How bad does it have to feel to be a number one pick and then shit the bed? I don't think he shit the bed. I don't think he shit the bed. I think he, no. I'm sorry. I think he shit the bed when it came to the interceptions category. I shouldn't have bed, shouldn't have bed. I think that that dude is jacked. Whoever that was, <laughs> <laughs> that yo yo, you telling me you not you didn't see every fucking muscle in his body just now? I didn't even see who that was at like two forty. I did not. That was crazy. This is the thing about Jameis though. He was throwing touchdowns and throwing for. He's just Jameis is a risk taker, and he doesn't have. He didn't have a quarterback. Don't say he didn't have the arm for it. I was no, going to no, say. No, no. His I'm arm saying, is massive. No, he has the arm for it. Yeah. I'm just saying he had he didn't have a coordinator that could mitigate his risk. You know what I'm saying? It's like. That could like, uh, what do you call it? That could. Uh, it's like if you have a friend, right? That's a loose cannon. He can't just hang out with anyone because if you have someone that doesn't understand he's a loose cannon, he's going to end up in a situation. For instance, let's just say, I don't know. We have a friend that likes to box or likes to fight in bars, right? We know, okay, he's drunk. Keep an eye on him. Someone Correct. else is going to go to the bathroom, try to pick up a girl, and just lose track of him. Correct. Next thing you know, he's in a ball brawl. You know what I'm saying? We can keep track of him. That's Jameis. You're trying to stop him from getting into the brawl. Because if Jameis sees a guy double coverage, but he thinks he get a touchdown, he's throwing that bitch. No second thoughts. Guess who he's with now? Sean Payton. Sean Payton don't play no damn games. One of the best offensive coordinators of all time. He's going to get Jameis. A lot of nice, easy throws where he can just fucking chuck it, be easy, and then when you need to take risks. You need to throw somebody open. Go ahead, James. Do your thing, baby. So that's it. He's still gonna throw his share of intos, but if you throw, if he throws like forty TDs and like maybe fifteen to twenty interceptions, you can deal with that. That's not. That's yeah, but that's different. Forty TDs in a season, and you got and what's this? His third year? Nah, it's like seventh year. James Winston can't be. It's got to be his like fourth or fifth year. His seventh year in the league? He's been around for a oh while. Oh, my God. All right, we're about to figure this out. That's crazy. I mean, he's already thrown for 30 touchdowns numerous times. That's what I'm saying. Jameis can be a quarterback. 40 is not out of the question. We're about to find out right now. Born and raised in Alabama. 27 years old. Oh, wait, this is his seventh year. Yep. Holy fuck. Bro, I remember when Jameis was at fucking FSU. Same. Drafted 2015 for the Bucks, number one. Jesus Christ. Won a Heisman, too. Where the fuck has Tom gone? That's wild. Yeah, bro, I remember when Jameis was the face of college football in 2015. What, what was happening in 2015? Sophomore year? Mm-hmm. Sophomore year of college? My sophomore year? Yep, I remember that. That's wild. Don't sleep on him, bro. Don't sleep on that man. I've never slept on Jameis. I just, like, Jameis is like... He's a prototypical. He's got the he's he's got the prototypical frame to be a quarterback. His arm is big, right? And like you said, he just needed somebody to mitigate his decisions. You needed someone to tell him stop. You're an idiot. He was like uh, <laughs> thirty three and thirty his last year with the Bucks. That's crazy. And how many yards do you think he threw for that year? Fifty five hundred yards. Fifty one hundred. Okay. That was tops in the league, by the way. Was it? Yeah, wow. he's not a scrub. He's not. No, no, no. Never. He took twenty twenty. He learned behind Drew Brees, and now he's got the job. He took a one year hiatus to learn from one of the most efficient quarterbacks of all time. I think it's okay. Yeah, I don't think James is a scrub. I just think he needs some. Uh, he needs some rails, like guard rails. You know, and then every once in a while, be like, "Listen, roam free, baby. Do what you gotta do." And I, I mean, think I think saying. that was way better, uh, in terms of uh, what do you call it? In terms of uh, strategy for the Saints, uh-huh. Taysom Hill's not just a quarterback. Taysom Hill can play tight end. Taysom Hill can be a running back. Why not have Jameis go in there and have Taysom do his thing? Because Jameis is gonna give you yards. Jameis is gonna give you fucking exactly. Gonna, that's I mean, uh, that's what a lot of I've been listening to a lot of football podcasts. Mostly PFF because I like I like I fuck with the way they approach the game because it's like it's not with any of the fucking fanfare or bias. It's literally like this is just how we see it with the numbers and how we see things progressing. And with Jameis, it was just like look, like he just needed someone to help him not be an idiot, and that's okay sometimes. But was he, he threw? Idiot for, he or led the league. Did in, he just 
Like, he led the league in passing. He's just a risk taker. And now you give him some open throws, you make it easy on him. You know, like, Arian's system, you know, you got to know your reads. And that's why Tom Brady's so good in it. Because guys yeah. get open and Brady makes the right decision because he's the fucking, he's the greatest, man. Like, I hate to say it. You know, the Eagles beat him. But he is the greatest quarterback of all time. There's just no real, yeah, Gronkowski is <laughs> Yo, they stopped the play. Yeah, they stopped him. It stopped forward progress. It's he over. He didn't even look like he was like trying to not get tackled. He was just like, I'm standing here. Do what you will. Yeah, these little ass cornerbacks, 6'1, 180. Get off me, little man. Nah, Jameis has got Kamara and Taysom and fucking Michael Thomas to level him out. Michael He'll Thomas is hurt. Yeah, he played through an injury apparently all last year to be with Drew Brees for his last year. Now nah, he's fucked up. Oh, shit. Even so, Kamara and Taysom to level them out. He's gonna be fine. Look, either look either way. Either, this is awesome. They have just dropped a football out of a helicopter so that Rob Winkowski Arizona can catch swarms it. the field after this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was mad random. Yeah, you never seen that video? Never. You never seen that video? Oh shit! Yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. seen anyone drop a football out of a helicopter that was a to Rob Winkowski. That was a Guinness World Record. I, I, I read the captions. Yeah. Trust. <laughs> Worfs. Yeah, so I think Saints are going to be really fucking good this year. And I think that a lot of people are going to be like, oh, Jameis is good. And act surprised as if this motherfucker wasn't drafted first. Does Antonio Brown look like a human here? I like he, this look for him. What did he look like before? With that mustache, bro? He looked crazy. Oh, when he was. <laughs> yeah, when he was doing his own thing. Yeah, nah. He looks like a human here. Antonio Brown dead, one of my favorite players. Nigga really said, no more white women 2020. Nigga said, nigga, ain't your wife white? <laughs> he was like, that's not the point. <laughs> nope, yo. Wow. Yo. Ooh. Yo, football's getting so soft. Like, let them talk to each other. These is grown-ass men competing for fucking an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, like let them Hitting rock. each other for an hour and a half. Yeah, no funny shit, son. I dead put that shit on my story. No more white women 2020 and put the laughing face and a clown face. And I lost like five white followers. Ah, uh, no, you didn't. Yeah, white women. It was like, you guys didn't click the link? Like, <laughs> you didn't see Antonio Brown's face? What's wrong with you? Did he click the link? Yo. Like, you can go jokes. to his page and see the fucking. Like, it's just crazy. That's Whatever. jokes. Whatever. The three pillars of men. Do what you does, man. Oh, what a fucking pass. They got to stop Brady. Someone's got to shoot him in the leg or something. <laughs> Nigga. If somebody is... shoots him in the leg and they hear about this, I don't know you. Okay. My GoFundMe going to go crazy, though. Man that orchestrated Tom Brady shooting has received a record $3 million in GoFundMe proceedings. He's I'm bailed not, himself out donating. and left the country. I'm not donating. He also received five Bitcoin. That's hilarious. Yeah, sex money piece, though. Uh, I forgot what I was looking at specifically or reading, but sex, money, and peace are really the things that men are looking for in a woman. And, I mean, in life, sorry. Not just a woman. Oh, I was going to say, I thought this was a... Not just woman. This is life. And if you really think about it, what, what else? What else is there, Sadiq? Seriously, sex, money, and peace. I'm gonna. I was trying to think of things, and then everything I thought of was like a subcategory of every like those three Boom. things. Boom. I thought about. I thought about. Uh, it was mostly the piece was the 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 category that it went into. I thought about like raising your household. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, that's. I want to come home to peace. I don't want to come home to just madness. So that's peace. Exactly. She got me there already. And then I was like. What about if the money ain't right? And then I was like, wait. <laughs> you said that. Money's, money's there already. So I was like, all right, she's got that. And then I'm like, what about if I come home from work and I'm tight? And knowing me, I get real tight about shit. Yeah. And it's hard to break me out that tight, like, anger, like, form. And I'm like, but she my peace. Uh-huh. So she got me there again. So Nothing. Is my answer to that. Sex, money, and peace, baby. Nothing. You know what's crazy? People don't think that sex is an integral part of the relationship. Those are people with bad relationships. I find 
that that's absolutely ridiculous because I think the exact opposite. <laughs> Sex is the most important part of a relationship at Yo. our age. Yo, I, I'm saying we got to be able to fuck away our differences. <laughs> All right, that's not where I was Our anger. But you feel me? This is no, this is real shit. Like that leads to your attract like to your attracted level. Bro, you don't have good fucking sex. That shit is what? Bro, what do we always talk about? Like what do we always like go back to these bitches? Into, okay. <laughs> what what do we always talk about in terms of like when we when we females are attracted to us or we're attracted to females? Like that primal instinct of just like the animalistic sex, the animalistic instinct of it's like sex. You know? Like, but what, that's what it comes down to. Think about it. You get dressed. Saying, what is what is the what is the purpose? What is the like end goal for us getting together in an animalistic realm? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Reproduce. You got to think about. It. You see a shorty in the club. You're not like I think she has a great head on her shoulders and a great personality, and she probably has a really good savings account. And if I that ass is her, booming, boy. What's up? Yeah. What's up? Yeah, that's it. Or oh, damn, that dress, that dress hugging her real tight. I'm trying that's, to hug. I'm trying to hug her it. real tight. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to give her a different kind yeah. of hug. You feel me? That's it. And people think that animalistic like approach to things is so like slutty or man whoreish or fuck boyish, and it's like no, bro. It's, it's the exact thought that it's you realistic. have in that moment. You just don't come on to her, or you don't come on to him like a fucking animal. It's, you do it more smoothly, like humans do. It's realistic. That's it's just a very no, realistic way to think about things. People don't be realistic these days. Just like everyone, like, oh, we need to be body positive. Like, no, stop big upping fat people. Stop. I've had enough of it. Yeah, beyond I have the no fat. problem with fat people. I might laugh at them <laughs> if something happens to them. And I might not want them to touch me if they're very fat and sloppy and messy. And that's not because I don't think they're Agreed. good people. It's because they're not physically pleasing to me and they don't have to be because they don't oh wow that's not good the uh the cowboys receiver just fumbled in the red zone no the red the buccaneers receiver i mean buccaneers receiver just oh it was godwin again dropped that deep ball he just fumbled jeez not a good day for him not a good day for him but yeah, nah, people just people just really are just so sensitive and you know what it is? Beyond the fact that people I don't even think most of those people who talk about that shit are sensitive. I think they're just they just want to be part of that like the it crowd. Like I'm against it because it's bad. And it's like, no, you're a pussy and you don't understand that along with being fat and like having issues with how you look and wanting to be better, you're fucking with your health here, buddy. That's, this is dangerous. That's what's getting me. Like everyone's like, oh, I love Lizzo. Lizzo, she's a positive body image. Like, dog, Lizzo is not healthy. And I don't have no issue with Lizzo. But Lizzo is not healthy. She's obese. She needs to get her health in shape. And we've seen this with numerous entertainers and actors and singers and dancers. They're fat. Then they get skinny because they're like, my health was fucked up. Look at Fat Joe. Fat Joe was really fucking fat. Nah, he's not that fat. And it's not like it's not like health like tomorrow you might not wake up. That's not what we're talking like like that's not what we're talking about. Like on the brink of just death. We're talking about like you keep going down this road and like your <laughs> kids might not have a fucking parent. Or like your sisters and brothers, your parents might not have a fucking kid. You might die before your parents type thing. Yo. You and it's have like a life, and it's like, fat. come on, bro. Like that's just not like beyond body positivity. Like let's just be realistic about what you want from this life. You know what? And if you want to be here, and if you want to do all that stuff, and just not keep your health in check, like that's fine. But just don't come out here and just fuck people who just don't don't believe in the same shit. Yo, that's what I'm saying. Because it's it's crazy. It really, it really is insane how far we've come, and this is the one area where I'll really agree with the people that are like, oh, this generation saw things down the third because this I agree with because we don't have to make fun of fat people, we don't need to harass fat people, but we also don't need to say it's fine to be who you are and be like, yeah, that's cute when you're seven, not when you're fucking you, twenty-seven bro, you, and you're fat as fuck and you, you can't find a man and you're wondering why. It's because you're fat. You don't gotta be just like if I was fat. 
And if a girl doesn't fu- want to fuck me, she's like, you're not in good enough shape for me. That's that's her decision. And Why you don't upset about you it? don't gotta be washboard abs with everything tight to begin with. We're not like that. Not a lot of people are because you know what that takes daily discipline that takes lifelong discipline because you know i'm telling you right now niggas think abs are just there for the taking abs are not there for the taking abs take work is that work you want to put in every day i don't i just have a really tight stomach but for those that like to have abs, do what you got to do. We're not saying it can't be done. We're not saying you got to do it. We're just saying you got to be healthy. We're just saying you can't you can't sit here and shame people for being realistic about what somebody else looks like, especially when they're not healthy. You know, not all fat people are unhealthy. Let's put that out there as well. Fatty McFat Fat. <laughs> I don't think you can be fat and be healthy. But... In general, people are just soft, and you know they want to be comfortable. They don't want to get in shape. They want someone to tell them that they're beautiful the way they are, and that they can remain the same, even if their doctor and their diet and their body is telling them it's completely different. So, at the end of the day, much like everything in life, it just comes down to how real you're going to be with yourself. I just finished listening to David Goggins' book, and one motherfucker is crazy. Like crazy, crazy, like yes. insane, crazy, like shit on himself and run a hundred miles because crazy. But what I really got from that is, no matter how far gone you are, no matter how bad your childhood is, how fucked up your circumstances are, how broke you fucking are, how terrible your job is, how much you hate your fucking existence. You can change that every day by working your fucking ass off. This man lost, I think, 100 pounds in two months. Just going brazy, running tens of miles a day, working out twice a day, swimming. It's not easy. No one said it was going to be easy. Just didn't stop. But it's better than being a fucking pussy. And it's better than being a fucking, oh, it's okay, Johnny. That's how we end up on some bullshit. That's how we end up as being a weak-ass country. Oh, it's okay. No. Look at China. Chinese kids were playing too much video games. You know what China said? Done. No more video games. China banned video games. Personally... That's a very excessive solution. No, that's communism. I'm I'm not I'm not saying Okay, okay. As long as you should do stuff <laughs> like that. No, 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 no. ETC no. might have ended here in that moment. <laughs> no, I'm very against uh communism. Okay. However, there is no perfect way to do things. And the perfect society takes things from socialism, communism, and capitalism and blends them all together. That's just the honest truth. Wow. Just like the, just yeah. like just yep. like there's no perfect way to play a sport. Guess what? If you want to be a good football team, you got to play a little defense, you got to throw the ball, you got to kick the ball, and you got to run the ball. It ain't fucking, let's just pass the ball all the fucking time. Shit not going to fucking work. <coughs> and that is common sense. However, <laughs> maybe common sense for me at You're least. so fucking condescending when you say shit like that. Because you know, that is common sense, ladies and For yeah, you dumb we, fucking fuckers, bro, that is common sense. Everyone's just like, oh, capitalism is capitalism. It's like, bro, like... Did you invent capitalism? Like, just look at history. Look what's going on. Just take bits and... Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, why do you so... People are just so fucking stupid. It, that's really what it is. But I digress. But, yeah, that's communism for all you fucks. They're like, oh, I can't go to the gym. This is a communist. No, no, no. Communism is when the Chinese government takes away video games from the country. That's communism. Don't... I don't want to hear that shit again out of any of your fucking mouths. You don't know what fucking communism is. You didn't live in Cuba or China. You motherfuckers live in the United States of America in the freest country in the world, which is why it's the greatest country in the world. However, if our immigration continues to slow and we don't get up on crypto, it might not be that that much and that so, so much anymore. So, yeah, make sure you hit the gym tomorrow and buy some Bitcoin. Hit the gym. Don't be racist. Drink some motherfucking water. And remember, this is empty the motherfucking tank. 
where nonsense with a purpose goes a very long way. Um, Nothing I said today is financial advice. I told you to buy Bitcoin because I'm going to buy Bitcoin and I own Bitcoin. But if you want to buy Bitcoin, that is on you. I'm not telling you to do it or not to do it. I'm just being facetious and talking shit. Don't blame me for any money you make or lose. Everything I said today was geared towards being healthy. Fat, skinny, washboard abs, six-pack, 12-pack, or not. Just be healthy. Just and go run. Don't fucking shame people because I'll smack you. Oh, and go do something you hate doing. Hey. Stay uncomfy. That's how we grow. Bye. Bye.